Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. I've been testing and I'm constantly testing. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. From Studio C, you know what it is? A dimly lit room. You know where? Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, everybody, we're under the kickoff of a brand new week. 85 days out from a presidential election. No. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Some woman. Some woman? Yeah, some woman's going to get chosen by old Joe Biden to be his me. Oh, I suppose we'll finally find out this week. Who cares? Some woman. Who cares? Man, almost went with Ted Wheeler, the inseparable mayor of Portland, Oregon, who finally, over the weekend, apparently having caught up on the Armstrong and Getty podcasts, said, yeah, this isn't about civil rights. This is uh, angry lunatics who are committing crimes, these mostly peaceful protests. I don't I don't like the word stab. It implies violence. That's called a horn stab. Stop saying that. You're triggering me. You know who would have been a good general manager maybe would be uh, that guy from China. I don't remember his name, but they got oh. arrested. He's like the leading um, uh, journalist uh, and, and owner of a journalism empire yeah. in, in Hong Kong, and Big he was arrested. publisher for freedom. And he was arrested yesterday under China's new rules, first of many, making it clear to everybody, you no longer get to write opinion pieces criticizing China or you will be in jail. Indeed. And, to criticize um, is sedition. Are they going to take him back to the mainland, or have they done that already? Oh, almost certainly, yeah. All right, well, okay. <clears throat> well, that that and and most of your Chinese experts or experts on China um, uh, consider this a major moment, and I think it certainly is. I mean, everybody knew it was coming, so on one hand, it's not that surprising they announced they were going to start doing this, but that's sending a big, loud message to the people, though. I mean, if they had oh, yeah. a, sh- a shadow of a doubt. As to whether the heavy hand of the Chinese Communist Party was about to come down on them, they have no doubt anymore. Yeah. Um, Probably more on that later. You know what? I took in a fair amount of information this weekend, podcasts, reading, etc. We talked a little bit about it last week. It is uh, the the story that everybody's going to catch up to very soon is that we are not going to know the results of the election on election night. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's almost guaranteed at this point. And it could be a long time. And part of that is um, the absentee voting, which a lot of us didn't know how many votes don't get counted with absentee votes because it's never mattered. <laughs> so few people vote absentee as a percentage. It's just that's how they're able to call it uh, in, a, in a state is that there are enough regular people that came out. I shouldn't call them regular people, but enough people showed up the polls and voted that it's overwhelmingly, and there aren't enough outstanding ballots. I mean, we'll count them tomorrow, but it doesn't make any difference. He has a it's, 2% lead. Only 1% of people voted absentee. Yeah, so it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Um, so they never get around to it. And uh, because they never get around to it, we don't 
we none of us had been paying attention to the fact that it's not uncommon to have 20% of the votes thrown out. 20%. For lack of signature, weirdness. Postmark, signature yeah. doesn't match, all kinds of different things. But mm-hmm. that's not a crazy number at all, which would mean nationwide. For instance, the guy who runs Orange County said he expects 95% of the voting to be absentee this time around. Wow. 95%. Okay. So if if somewhere around 20% of absentee votes are thrown out nationwide, there will be tens of millions of votes Uh that get tossed out. Well, luckily, people will take that uh, in a spirit of uh, fair play and and cooperation, and there will be no protests and riots. This is not a this-could-happen-in-a-weird-scenario story. This is guaranteed to happen pretty much at this point. If the vast majority of people are going to vote absentee and you regularly have double digits of them getting thrown out. Millions of votes won't get counted. And, for instance, in Wisconsin, they had a special election just a couple of weeks ago. They tossed out 23,000 votes. Right. Trump won Wisconsin by 22,000 votes last time, is a good example. Controversy. In New New York, they're 50-some days after their special election. They still haven't figured out who the winner is yet, and they've thrown out 30% of the votes. 30%. 30%. Wow. Wow. Well, in state by state, it varies the mail-in voting, who's getting ballots mailed to them and in what way and what regulations they have. So, uh, and and this is this is kind of getting to the bottom line, maybe a little early, but people in Pennsylvania will see what happens in I don't know, Idaho, wherever and uh, just be outraged because they don't understand how the system works in that state. So there are plenty of seeds for for plenty of anger and, and nuttiness. After. Yeah. Let's hope not. But. Also, the, the, the guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Unless Biden wins by some sort of landslide that there's there's just there's there's no question. Um, I don't see Trump winning by a giant landslide. Uh, but unless that happens, this is guaranteed. This is guaranteed. Now, some states. I didn't know this. They changed the rules in California, for instance. They can start counting 30 days out. Mm-hmm. So they're going to start opening up those ballots and counting them 30 days out. But in a lot of the swing states are going to be close. They're not allowed to start until Election Day. Right. So there's no way. And they're going to throw out. If they throw out more than the difference of who won, you'll have rioting in the streets. Wow. There's, there's just no getting around it. You'll have re-re-recounts, this time featuring federal officers and what have you. Yeah, it'll be chaos. Oh, right. And and while some of it is, you know, a fairly clear-cut postmark or not, no postmark gets tossed. The whole does the signature match. Now you're getting into judgment calls. Uh-oh. And uh, <laughs> as a guy who just sold a house and had to sign 30, uh, you know, forms, it kind of varies from go to go. You sign it and think, oh, that looks good. That's my signature. Then the next one, it's like, what happened there? It's weird. It's like making a bad golf swing. And then you, the next one, you're back to, that was pretty good. And, uh, but you have a close state, and they're doing a judgment call. Of, does that say that three people on the panel say it matches? And four you thought people hanging say, chads were exciting. Yeah, four people say, no, it doesn't. The capital A is weird, but the last three letters look pretty much the same. Now it'd have to be know. it would have to be pretty damn close before that would matter, I suppose, but I suppose although that was Florida two thousand. Yeah. Six hundred uh, vote difference. Yeah, yeah. Did they actually I see that there's two marks. Or there's a little tiny hole. Did they try to press out the Chad, pop it out, or were they just too weak and 
and people would disagree. What was that called? If it was just bubbled out, that was a pregnant Chad. Oh, now, does that right, count? That. And some of the complaints are they they made up the rules as they went along. They weren't like decided ahead of time, so they had to have you know. Judges got together and decided a pregnant Chad does count. Well, do the various states have the rules in place yet, or are they going to make them up on Election Day? Who knows? Well, these days, with all the gender bending, you can have a pregnant Chad. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lighter side. But the fact that they threw out more votes in Wisconsin the other day than the difference in the presidential election between... I did not know that. That's incredible. That's just not helpful. <laughs> no. No, and how most, about you read the directions twice, people, and vote carefully? Maybe by election day, everybody will have heard this story, but people are going to be shocked when they find out that tens of millions of votes got thrown out nationwide. Wow! Oh boy, that's going to be exciting. Anyway, <laughs> that's one word word for it. <laughs> Let's introduce everybody in the squad. Our board operator, Michelangelo, who presses buttons, flips toggles, and pulls levers, has just stepped out of the room. There must be some sort of computer. Meltdown situation oh, no. happening. We'll oh, get. Boy. We'll come back to him. We're so we'll circle back. That's what we'll do. There's positive Sean. Who? Uh, what is your official title, Sean? Uh, uh, producer. I, I think. Producer I think at on, large. When they had me make business cards, I created a uh, a CCO thing to put on my business card. It's CCO producer nice. slash CCO, which is chief creative officer. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. Go fine. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they printed it on there. It's official. You can't take that away from me. <laughs> Um, How are you, Sean? Uh, doing doing well. Although I, uh, I I must let you guys know that there is a a good chance that some point in the near future um, I will be made to do push ups during the uh, during the broadcast time of this show. Do tell. I made an uh, I made a bet at the beginning of the NBA season with a coworker Albert about uh, uh, we we each picked a team and we had a who will finish the season with a better record bet. I picked uh, the Sacramento Kings because I'm an idiot and they're my fan for uh, for my entire life. Uh, he picked a team that uh, it wasn't his favorite team, but we were trying to pick a team that was somewhat close. Sure. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Um, there are now about two and a half games separating the two, but I am not confident at all that the Kings are going to be able to close that gap. And and how and, many push-ups do you have to do? Uh, well, it's 50 anytime push-ups, but only to be handed out in increments no larger than 10. So, uh, but he can like demand them on command. Yes. So oh, the, the, that's an awesome bet. The theory of I the like anytime push up is we're out at a bar. Right. I'm chatting up some young lass, oh, and all yeah. of a sudden, from across the room, he gives me the hey, why don't you give me ten? <laughs> and I, without explanation, right. I just have to get down and do oh, ten push ups. Okay. Now this bet's getting better. Yeah. But I like since that. social they're, work they're, is pretty good too, making you do push ups at work. Yeah. So, so the, I'm not we, sure Albert needs to be betting our airtime. <laughs> well, I, that was you. That was Mr. CCO. <laughs> Tendent consequence, but because hey, we, a bet's a bet. It says any time he can <laughs> be at the doctor's office <laughs> waiting so, for his results. So MRI supersedes show policy. I get it. I don't. I'm not a lawyer. You're at the know. doctor awaiting results. Give me ten pushups. <laughs> but yeah, since, since we no longer have happy hours to commingle at, the only real yeah. shared experience we have is in the radio ranch, so True to speak. That. So sure, yeah. So just giving you guys a heads up that if if at some point I drop and give ten, right. so if a cop pulls you over. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Albert can say, get out of the car. Pretend. <laughs> if, in like, the middle no, of a sobriety test. told me to sit here. <laughs> Do it. Do your push-ups. Hopefully the cop would understand bet law. Yeah, hopefully he would. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. And it's Monday, August 10th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Here we go officially now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. Mr. Vice President, have you picked a running mate yet? Yeah, I have. You have? Who is it? Who is it? You. Stay now. You. Ha, <laughs> ha. 
I don't think he's oh, taking it seriously. Old Uncle Joe is so funny. <laughs> the interesting thing about that video is uh, Biden's on a bike. You know, he's in his late 70s. He's riding a bike at a good clip, looking very uh, young and, and vigorous. Yeah, uh, accidentally. They just happened to catch him on a bike ride. It wasn't a carefully <laughs> planned well, campaign image event. His problem is nobody's claiming he's physically uh, declining to a certain extent that he can't be president. True enough. That's Although, you know, image is image. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get no, why they did no. it. Oh, yeah. Carefully selected the riding clothes. And sure. Gear and no, he looked fit. He looked fit than uh, more fit than uh, plenty of late 70-year-olds mm-hmm. out riding a bike. So, good for him. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. I already did that, didn't I? Did I do that or not? Yeah, uh, did I say the no. date? No, I don't think you're, I did. Supposed to ask him how the how the thing is that he... Did you I know, say the question Monday, he hates. Yeah, I, I did say I it's Monday that question. Yeah. How's the mailbag look? Yeah, <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Like it always is, more or less. <laughs> well, this, little of that. Uh, we'll catch you up from the weekend. Why is the East Coast more likely to open their schools than uh, the West Coast or Midwest? Is there a reason for that? New York's going to open their schools. Florida's going to open their schools. I wonder what that's all about. Mm, but different um, uh, levels of power among the teachers' unions, I guess. Must be Since it. that's the controlling factor, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, no kidding. We'll see how that goes. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. some problematic names that uh, they've given to various space uh, objects. What? Yeah. Oh, stop oh, it. Oh, yeah, you're going to find them highly offensive and glad that they changed them. Oh, boy. Those stories are hilarious. I know. I know. Unintentionally so hilarious. idiotic. Oh, man, <laughs> I, have a, I have a story from a college campus. They canceled a speaker. It is so funny. You'd swear it's out of the onion. But these just deluded nut jobs are convinced that they're the enlightened ones. Mailbag. Freedom-loving quote of the day from the great H.L. Mencken. When a new source of taxation is found, it never means in practice that the old source is abandoned. It merely means that the politicians have two ways of milking the taxpayer where they had one before. So true. Speaking of corrupt politicians, there's, oh, that's a nice picture of uh, the governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, out uh, walking her dog with her man. <laughs> or I think that's a man. Um, uh, well, it's funny, she's not wearing a mask, even though she'd mandated wearing a mask, even outdoors. And oh, she has a police security detail with her, even though she supports defunding them. Thank you for sending that along, Jeff. Yeah, well, that's not the least bit surprising. No, indeed. Hello, big freedom and old simple Jack. I was catching up on Thursday's show via the problem. Heard the discussion of whether Biden would resign after several months in office. You're Dan right he would. He's a, all caps, Trojan horse candidate. <laughs> For uh, who or what? Uh, just, uh, well, our correspondent Hugh believes it will be some uh, far left progressive. I don't think Joe Biden is a far left progressive. I think he'll probably pick somebody that he can live with. Uh, but yeah, I, I am willing to bet substantial sums of American currency, the dollar, uh, that he will not, if he is elected, that he will not finish his first hmm, You would actually bet your own money on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, 100%. Huh. 
Oh, let's see. Move along. That is a long time. Four years. Trying to make back some of that uh, Kamala Harris stock that you got on the hey, uh, hey, predicted. Hey, hey, nobody wins them all. And so. wouldn't it be <laughs> ironic that Kamala Harris ends up being president? He resigns. You win back. And I still lost my money. You thought she was going to be big. She turned right. out to be nothing. But she ends up president. Right. Wow, that'd be crazy. Yeah, the twists and turns of history. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Jeff, uh, I'm sorry, Hugh also writes, I hope he picks Kamala and loses the black vote. Because nobody likes her. Uh, what, what, we just have a minute? What the heck? Come on now. Uh, this is so good. Be anonymous. Writes, uh, Codger's notebook. Um, bah, 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 bah. if you want to stop, he's got a number of, of thoughts. If you want to stop hatred, quit justifying your own. Justice just means only us. We're fighting for just us. Mm, That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He thinks woke is an acronym for without knowledge or experience. Oh, yeah. Well, you're probably okay with having something called an Eskimo Nebula. Well, NASA says no. That story coming up. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Without knowledge or experience. I like that. Condemning thoughts and behaviors of others by proudly demonstrating worse examples yourself. Yeah, that's a pretty good... A good illustration of these troubled times. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A new study out of Duke University about mask effectiveness. And uh, I was kind of all excited because I bought this new neck thing that you wear that's an American flag, and I thought it was really cool. Oh, yeah. Plus, it's the handy, you know, it's always around your neck, so you just pull it up, pull it down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to those. I think I need one. The new Duke study says those are barely do any good whatsoever. Yeah, boy. Barely do any good whatsoever. Bandanas mm. and those neck gator things are slightly better than nothing, mm. whereas the other masks are quite effective. Okay. Interesting. There you go. Learning as we go. Right. So another bloody weekend in Chicago. 35 people shot, I think. Only three of them died as Chicago, Illinois, continues to lead the world in effective trauma surgery. I say it's, it's like it's one big trauma surgeon university because so many people get shot so often in that third world uh, enclave of Chicago. Um, but interesting, uh, interesting, troubling developments yesterday. And it's when you funny. were a kid, when you were a kid, was Chicago pretty violent? Was it like New York no, in the seventies or not? Not nearly. No. Oh, the the South Side, especially and the West Side, were not places you wanted to go if you're not from those hoods. How about the thirties when Al Capone was around? It was very frightening then. Okay. Very frightening, especially because I ran a speakeasy and <laughs> Big Al would often come in. Uh, no, so anyway, uh, no, it's gotten much, much, much worse though now than it was say in the eighties, nineties. But anyway, it's interesting. The, the reports are saying it's not clear that these two incidents are uh, connected. But there was a call to the more or less south side, the Englewood neighborhood, of a man with a gun. The cops find the guy. They chase after him. And the guy starts shooting at the cops. Well, the cops shot the guy. He's going to be fine. But um, a big crowd gathers. And some nut job, scumbag, Marxist, who knows, gets out there and starts haranguing the crowd, telling them that they shot him over and over again. He was a child. They shot a child. 
and he whips. I saw video of this guy, and he whips up the crowd into anger, and and they start hurling stuff at the cops. The cops come in to their neighborhood to take care of a guy with a gun. Somebody called and said, can you please come here? There's a dangerous guy. The guy fires shots at the cops. The cops apprehend him, but then a lunatic, lunatic whips up the crowd, and they turn on the cops. Well, late after midnight... And is that what sparked the riots? Well, that's, I, okay. as I said, there's reporting, it's not clear if they're related. Who knows? Right. With social media and everything else. Because it was presented as if it, that's what was what sparked the riots on the news story I saw, but you don't. Yeah, I know. You're, you're a version of the story that you heard they don't know. Yeah, I've taken in two or three versions of it, and, and it's, it's odd to me that... that I don't know. Anyway, so they're saying it's not clear whether it's uh, connected, but... So after midnight, uh, big crowds start to descend on uh, downtown Chicago. Some of the shopping areas, the famous Magnificent Mile, there's a big old mall and everything. And they just started looting, smashing windows and cleaning out high-end retailers and the rest of it. And the cops tried to get them to to move on. But there was more violence. Uh, Somebody squeezed off several shots at the cops. They returned fire. None, None of the police officers were hit. Rocks and bottles thrown at cops. Uh, some uh, police officer got pepper sprayed and just meltdown, absolute meltdown. Oh, let's see. Oh, now last year was a horrifically bloody year. In the first seven months, there were 290 homicides. And listen to this, 1,480 shootings. Call it 1,500 so you can remember it. This year, that 1,500 has turned into 2,240 and the 290 homicides last year are 440 well, this year. And we're only about halfway through the year. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is amazing. Oh, it is. You know, year over year it's horrible, but considering there's still quite a bit of uh, summer left and then the rest of the year, yeah. Uh, Chicago's absolutely crumbling under the brilliant leadership of Lori Lightfoot and her crew. But so, uh, Oh, oh, you know, just one more quick note, and we're going to play some tape for you in a little bit. Uh, Ted Wheeler, the utterly insufferable mayor of Portland, Oregon, is now saying what we've been saying all along. Okay, these are not protesters for racial justice. These are violent lunatics. These are Marxists. These are just crazy people who need to be dealt with. Yeah, Ted, we know. Appreciate him. tell you that. Appreciate him saying that, though. Yeah, yeah, better late than never, I suppose. And we got this text. Schools are already back open here in uh, South Louisiana. Kids are in the classroom. That's interesting. Um, you're not seeing that on the uh, the news. No, you're not. It's funny. It doesn't quite fit the narrative. Florida, they're opening school today with kids outside in tents, which I don't know why that, that can't happen in other climates where you could be outside to learn. Um, well, we knew know why. The teachers' unions don't want the schools open. Right. This does fit the narrative in the, in the WAPO that... Uh, the teachers' unions demonstrating against schools opening, carrying child-sized coffins. Oh, That's boy. Nice. That is completely out of line. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. Isn't that... That's just... It's I thought stupid. nobody was making the argument, or seriously making the argument that it's about the safety of the kids. Well, you, and they had full-size coffins, too, saying R.I.P. Okay. Grandma. Well, you can make that argument to me, but don't make the it's dangerous for the kids argument. That just doesn't hold up to the scientific scrutiny. Right. Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, uh, more to come uh, of a cheerier uh, flavor, certainly, but uh, just as long as, you know, we're talking about the craziness of these times, and it's true... Uh, Simply Safe is the best home, overall home security system of 2020. You can get it for your home. Free shipping, 60-day risk-free trial. U.S. News & World Report called it the best overall home security. 
Free shipping and 60-day risk-free trial is not something to uh, just gloss over either, because that, that's what makes it, uh, well, why not? Why not try it? Um, it's not going to be like if you order, what is that, the blanket that you wear that was so popular for a while? I got one oh, for my yeah. brother. Yeah, it's the backwards robe. The, yeah. What was those, what the are those snuggly, called? The, the snug, snuggy. snuggy. I can't snug you. Anyway, I got one for my brother, and it's supposedly, you know, money-back guarantee or whatever, but it comes in a box with no label, no return, <laughs> nothing. You don't even know where it came from. This is not like this here with Simply Safe. You can actually you could actually return this if you decide you don't like it, but you probably will. It is the best overall home security of 2020. It doesn't cost much, about $15 a month. You're not locked into a contract, and it's just great. Arsenal of sensors and cameras, blanket every room, your front door, no more porch pirates. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. So as I mentioned, NASA has struck a blow for all that is good. Are they on the right side of history? They are on the right side of history. Oh, it's good to be on the right side of history. they are going to change actively harmful nicknames that they have given to various celestial bodies. Harmful to whom and in what way? For instance, the Eskimo Nebula will Mm. no longer be called that. Now, here's the problem I have with all this. For the most part, no. Redskins, I get because Redskin is a is a is a, is a I can recognize that as a slur if you tell me it is. It's a derogatory nickname. I yeah. don't, you know. Yeah, I don't personally know that it is, but I, you know, you say it is, it is. But anything else though that's just a name for something. So John Lewis dies recently, congressman who famously got beaten on a bridge, civil rights leader. Mm-hmm. They're now going to name the bridge after him. Okay. That's in honor of him. How is the Eskimo Nebula not a tribute to Eskimos? Or, you know, keeping the name alive or something. How is it not exactly the same thing? Well, it, it seems to be to I, me. Well, NASA decided to do away with it. That's because they're, they're chickens and the militants were coming for them. That's so dumb. Man, these are dumb times. It's a colonial term with a racist history. Imposed on the indigenous people of Arctic regions. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so what also, are they changing it to? What uh, do they say? It'll be called NGC 4568. That's charming. Um, the Siamese Twins Galaxy isn't going to be uh, named to that anymore. All right. All right. And a, and a couple others. Yeah. Okay. Just Nobody yeah. knew they existed. No. Whose who's virtual signaling is this? I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Ah. Is, there, is there a big push for that? <laughs> Were there a lot of Inuit people hurt by the presence of the Eskimo galaxy? Crying out free and loud. Uh, on the COVID overall, here's your 14-day rolling average that you should know about, which I um, well, I'll give you the numbers first. So the uh, cases are down 18% on your 14-day rolling average, and deaths are now only up 12%, as they were up 60% a couple of weeks ago, only up 12%. So it seems to me it's on the recede nationwide, Mm -hmm. your national numbers. Is it just coming and going in waves, though? Don't know that. But we got a lot of hype when the wave was growing. I would like a little of the reverse when the wave is receding. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. No, good news does not sell. Everything's uh, okay does not sell. You must be frightened. You must be angered to get you to click. Clickonomics might be the worst thing that ever happened to humanity. Some would cite the uh, the atomic bomb. I, I cite the mouse. It just perverts everybody's motives and just, yeah. 
In the New York Times today, an op-ed by a, uh, a doctor scientist sort of person and Neil Kashkari, who's this current secretary of something. He's in Trump's administration. He's Commerce some, advisor or whatever he is. He's one of the governors of the Federal Reserve Bank in St. Louis, I think, or Kansas City. He's in the government. So he ran for governor in California. We've interviewed him a number of times. He's a smart guy. But he and the doctor are arguing if the whole country went into a hard six-week Shelter in place, shut down everything. We would do away with this whole thing, and we could get back to normal. Uh, it seemed like an overreaction to me, especially mm. with cases receding. Uh, I, I think it would cost trillions of dollars. Yeah. Make everybody insane. Six weeks is a long time. Yeah. But they're uh, arguing hard today in the New York Times for that. Well, yeah, okay. I'll read it. I'll, I'll respect the argument. I have a feeling that what would happen was we'd shut down for six weeks, decimate the economy again, drive everybody crazy, and three weeks after we reopened, we'd have another big old wave of the Chinese bat virus. I was talking to a doctor friend over the weekend. He said, when do you think we'll ever go to a grocery store where you won't have to wear a mask? I hadn't thought about it that way before, but it could be years, if ever. I mean, for various legal January could be the year 2029. I doubt it's going to be January, unless they really pass some strict laws about suing anybody over this. I don't see why they just wouldn't keep that going for a very long time hmm. just to be safe. And then why don't we don't why don't we do it for the flu? I mean, if the flu kills 30 to 60,000 people every year, every year. Why are we not wearing a mask during flu season? Cuz I can get a flu shot. Is that why? Yeah, flu I think shot that's part of it. Yeah. Well, you can get a flu shot but 30 to 60,000 people are still dying. Yeah. Yeah, what do you say to that, huh? Imagine how dangerous it would be if we didn't have the yeah, flu shot. Yeah, I just, I, I think masks might be around for a long yeah. time. We might just be, a, might be just a new thing. Never underestimate the American people's capacity to just move on. Yeah, I we're forward-looking people, are we? We used to be. Hmm. As I look back, we were forward-looking. Now that I look forward, I realize we've become backward-looking. <laughs> Blow your blanking mind. So in New York City, they're talking about defunding the police. Guess who's against it on the city council? The black people. They're saying, <laughs> hey, white people, quit telling us we don't need cops in our neighborhoods. If you'd taken the same social classes as I did, you would understand why you're wrong. <laughs> Those stories and others on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Did you see Simon Cowell broke his back over the weekend? Yikes. Yeah. No, I did not. Riding his bike. Joe Biden, beware. He's 60. He crashed it and, and on his own property and broke his back. So, uh, Oy, it must have been a heck of a wreck. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and also, because of the stock market, Mark Zuckerberg became the uh, world's third centibillionaire. That's a billionaire with a hundred legs. Uh, I don't believe that's correct. Obviously, it's a, somebody who's got a hundred billion dollars. There's only ever been three of them on the planet. There are currently three, and Zuckerberg joined the club with, obviously, Bill Gates and the, the guy who owns Amazon and the Washington Post, Jeff Bezos. Mm. So there you go there. Congratulations to those fellas on the success of their enterprises. But it's it's thought that Putin's even oh, more yeah. above that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which is always worth throwing in. There, there are a number of uh, people, illegal people, that might have more money. There might be some Saudi. 
prince that's got that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Well, Putin's got a cut of everything that happens in Russia, directly and indirectly. So that's a good way to be. Yeah. So Fox is killing it with their primetime lineup on the news. I'd say they're beating everyone 8 to 11 in June and July. I mean... Fox News? That's too young to be watching the news. Fox, 8 to 11 years old, that's... Yeah, the cable Fox News channel is beating everybody from 8 to 11. Not just the other cable news channels. Everyone, CBS, NBC, ABC, everyone. It is the most watched channel in America right now from 8 to 11 at night in primetime, which has never been done before. Um, All of television. The average live Fox News viewership in those hours outstripped cable rivals. CNN, MSNBC, ESPN, ABC, CBS, NBC, everyone. Everyone that exists. And it's mostly driven by Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity. Hmm. But uh, there's quite a hunger for that point of view on the news and there's only one place to get it well right yeah the liberal viewer is uh divided up 11 ways yeah the conservative viewer has one maybe two choices but mostly one i really like this this is a quote from uh, a columbia university scholar who's studied an historian who studies conservative media ah now, obviously this person is way smarter than me to come up with this quote Massive news events that conservatives view through a highly partisan lens are driving the ratings. Wow, that guy is smart. Yeah, very, very smart. Much smarter than me, having not gone to Columbia University or gotten an advanced degree. Big brain on that guy. Yeah, massive news events that conservatives view through a highly partisan lens are driving the ratings. Finally, we understand. And uh, the people on the liberal channels, by the way, they're not checking out their channels because of the partisan lens no they're looking for the straight truth and getting it on cnn and msnbc but according to this expert stylings of jack armstrong according to this expert the dopes who watch fox they just want spoon-fed their point of view unlike the real viewers of the other channels what friggin ever yeah no kidding no kidding Big Brother comes on this month, though, and I think that might have a chance of chance of dethroning Fox. But. The uh, the idiotic reality show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the giant biker rally, Sturgis, South Dakota, is going on right now. I attended about 15 years ago, probably, something like that. Uh, no, more like 20 years ago. Anyway, it, it's the biggest gathering we've had thus far during COVID. Mm. They're expecting 250,000 people. It usually gets a half million to 600,000, so it's down quite a bit. But still, 250,000 people are expected to show up on their motorcycles this week, and it'll be a little test to see what happens when you get this many people around. And practically nobody's wearing masks, if you've seen any of the videos from the giant motorcycle rally. Yeah, I'm not shocked by that, really. Yeah, it's a lot of the crowd that uh, doesn't believe masks are uh, worth, worth wearing. I was mildly surprised to hear that they're having the thing, but I don't know. Give it a roll. Hmm? You come here for the riding, the hills and the scenery, and, you know, it's just like goosebumps. Um, no, we didn't take any precautions, um, as we normally don't. We think the majority of this situation is manufactured. There's ulterior motives behind it, so we're not concerned. All right. All right. The 160,000 dead, is that, uh, if you're in that crowd, do you believe that's not even true? I can't imagine, and I don't have the patience to argue with those people. I I don't know. I can't imagine. I, there, Well, there's a certain amount of what uh, long for thousands of years been referred to as whistling past the graveyard. Uh, just whistle a happy tune, and uh, that way you don't have to deal with your fears at all. Or, or just pretend there is no problem. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
I have a feeling listeners to the show can generally handle the idea that two things can be true at the same time. We have an awful disease that's spreading like crazy and killing a lot of people. And there's a tremendous amount of hype and overreaction and mistakes being made by politicians. Both can be true. But a lot of people don't. They just, for whatever reason, they can't handle that. It's got to be one or the other. And, you know. I wish you well. The Republicans and Democrats couldn't come together on another stimulus package to try to keep the economy out of the toilet. And uh, Trump signed a couple of executive orders to try to get around that. Whether or not legally he can do that uh, remains to be seen. But as he said, it wouldn't be real popular to try to take that money away from people. Right, right. We'll see how it turns out. I'm more than a little concerned about a gigantic uh, foreclosure slash eviction crisis. Yeah, I've read a in couple, about three, four months. I've read about the eviction apocalypse that could be coming. Well, that's even-handed. Evic apocalypse. Okay. Or something. Evicalypse? Evicageddon. What? Foreclosageddon? <laughs> wow, wait a minute. We're pretty good. Sharknado? That was a solid B. <laughs> Sharknado play a role. What was the one we heard a week or so ago? It uh, had gators and a hurricane or something. I can't even... <laughs> I can't remember. Gator canes or something. I don't remember what it was. quake. <laughs> Run for your lives. Uh, the mayor of Portland has finally caught on to the rioting, among other things coming up. Armstrong and Getty.